You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm in Bristol, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi, Zoe. I'm good. I'm good. Much, much happier for being on this podcast today <laughs> oh yeah absolutely we're um we're so excited because today we're joined by making sang and we've been talking we've just been like getting so excited before we even started like recording so um we're really excited to have making with us um making how are you doing how's your day going all the better for seeing you two lovely ladies how are you both oh um, we're good we're good thank you the sun's shining it's a lovely, lovely day, and we're starting to get out of lockdown and back to work, so it's all good. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and um, and so we invited you on today because um, I've I've come across you because you were involved in a conference uh, for wonderful Andrew and Pete, brilliant marketing guys, last year, and you had so much energy. And I mean, I said before we started recording, already I can feel the energy is so high. And, and what your specialism is creating FOMO. And we just thought it'd be so cool to talk to you about how bookkeepers can bring that to their audience and their clients and potential clients and get people really excited about their services and desperate to sign up. So I'm really excited to have a chat about that. Do you wanna start by telling us a bit about what you do and what FOMO is? Oh Absolutely. So uh, FOMO, um, to us uh, who are not down with kids, uh, means the fear of missing out. And the fear of missing out in business is a good thing. I remember when I first uh, started uh, out as a FOMO creator, I, I did actually get trolled and a few people said, FOMO, I want FOMO, I want JOMO, I want the joy of missing out. But do you? Do you want the joy of potential clients missing out on your business? No, absolutely not. So FOMO in a business sense, is a really good thing. And how I am able to generate FOMO for my clients is to um, break the internet. (laughs) So whether that's on Instagram, whether that's on Facebook, whether that's on LinkedIn, I create live content uh, on Twitter as well. I create live uh, content for my clients. But I also teach people how to create FOMO. And that's why we're here today, to teach how you lovely bookkeepers can create FOMO for your own business. Wow. And well, I love I absolutely love all of this because I am one of those people that gets FOMO about everything. And I know that if I get FOMO, it means I buy. So I definitely (laughs) want I definitely want my potential clients to get FOMO and think, oh, I want some of that. But, you know, making we're bookkeepers. Is this possible? Is this possible for us bookkeepers? I know there'll be bookkeepers sitting here thinking, but why how is someone going to get FOMO around bookkeeping can we can we create a buzz around bookkeeping yes you absolutely can so um I actually delivered a talk yesterday uh, to some students about how you can create FOMO um in five steps in three months asterisk individual results very <laughs> but um I did the same thing myself it applies to any business uh, if you're passionate about your business, you're knowledgeable about your business, then yes, you can definitely create FOMO, but we need to take a step back first. So if you are using social media as part of your marketing, then you and I know, Joe and Zoe, you know, if you go to a networking event, you can't just thrust a business card at somebody and say, buy my bookkeeping, I'm bloody good at this stuff. No, you can't. Apologies for the swearing there. 
Oh, what you can do is build relationships first. So the five steps to promo is to build your brands, you know, get yourself known, build relationships. That's the R in the five steps. A, which is authority, which is showcasing your authority, showcasing that you know your stuff and sharing that on um on social media and it's for notoriety which is you know to get famous and showcase your testimonials your happy clients on social media and d is for direct communication so when the time is right you can either prospect to people when you've built your relationships with people or people will come to you so five steps of fomo it really is starts with your brand and everything everything starts with your brand does that make sense that does make sense. That is an that's an amazing acronym that I'm just going to remember forever. I was like scribbling it down. Now, one of the I think one of the challenges with this is the being visible part of it. Um, and how can bookkeepers? Start? So there's a lot to do actually. There isn't there like building your brand, building the relationship. You've got to make sure people know who you are, engage with those people, and start the conversation. And building your authority is kind of separate to that. Like making sure people know that you know your stuff. There's a lot to do. How can bookkeepers, where can they start? So if you're completely, like you feel like you're invisible at the moment, no one knows what you do. They definitely haven't got FOMO because they don't even know you do it. How do you get started? And I'm so glad you are, um, you um, added that bit at the end. You know, if no one knows who you are, you can't create FOMO. You have to build that community first. You have to build relationships pe- uh, first. You have to get people to know who you are and what you do and showcase your authority. So if you go straight to the selling, it's not going to work. So how do people get started? Well, as I said, everything, absolutely everything starts with your brand. So going down to, you know, the social media profiles that you've decided, sorry, the social media platforms you decided to choose. So if it's LinkedIn or if it's Instagram, or Twitter or Facebook, just make sure that your bio is complete. That is the first step. And the second step, of course, is to put out good quality content. And whilst you're creating content, don't worry that no one's looking because they are looking. We need to create content for the lurkers, okay? People who are lurking on your stuff, you just don't know that they're there yet because we've all done it, haven't we, Zoe? We've all learned, you know, uh, on our phones, are scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. We've looked at stuff, haven't we, Joe? We've done that, haven't we? Yeah, so if yeah. you're, yeah, if we're lurking, then your pot- uh, potential clients are lurking too. So give them something to lurk about, okay? Keep giving them great information, and even when you are uh, joining Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, or you know, even commenting on an Instagram post, you are creating content for the lurkers. If people don't know who you are, but you're being a nice person by having a conversation underneath someone else's post, that's the first step to branding. And as people start getting to know you as a person, and eventually they may click on your bio, and eventually they may have a lurk on your stuff, and then they may potentially contact you to hire you for your bookkeeping. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I really like the idea that you can start with the comments. So you don't even need to put yourself out there yet. So if you're if this is the thing holding you back, so I put a reel on Instagram this morning and somebody said to me, it had like three, it just said three things like bookkeepers who don't work with us. These are the three things they do. And one of them was about getting visible. And someone commented and said, this is the thing I'm not ready for and I can't do. And I can't do it in April or something like that. And I was like, ah. Uh, you need to do something um but this is if that if that's you this is the thing you can start with so you can start by commenting on your the content of your ideal clients and make sure those people start to know who you are before you feel and then you the next step is putting the content out there 
You're absolutely right, Zoe. And, you know, uh, we were talking uh, just a little bit before we came live. You were talking about how bookkeepers are introverts. And believe it or not, I'm actually an ambivert. So sometimes I'm an introvert and sometimes I'm um, an extrovert. And so in my introvert moments, I do, you know, I get worried about what to put out on, on social media. I need to put something out there, like Zoe said. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that a lot of businesses, not just bookkeepers, a lot of businesses do, they get so obsessed with what to put out there on their social media that they will just put any old thing there. You need to be considered in what you put out there. But in addition to that marketing strategy of posting good quality advice to your community, you can also do the replies and start building relationships on other people. So, you know, if you've got a good relationship, a business partnership with um, an accountant, for example, okay, then commenting on the accountant, on your accountant's stuff, um, you know, can really help you to build relationships with those lurkers because if they see you as a nice person, you never know, they may come over and join you and actually like your stuff. And then that's where you can start building relationships. So when you're getting started, if you're a little bit shy, no judgment, it's absolutely okay. Stop commenting on other people's stuff. A lot of people like stuff, but if you like posts, you are going to get caught up. You're going to get caught up in all the other likes, and no one will know who you are. So try and reply if you can. Now I know what it's like. Us, we're Brits, you know. We don't like being judged. We're scared, aren't we? Get over yourself. It's not about you. It's about how you can help your businesses with their bookkeeping. They want your help. So you know, um, embrace you know, embrace the uh, fear of being judged. And comment and be a nice person. Reply to other people's posts first of all. Then, when you're feeling brave and ready enough, then start posting uh, good quality stuff on your own social media platforms as well. So um, that's how you can get started. And how important is it to build a personal brand and not hide behind a logo and not hide behind? See, I see this a lot where people like will post images of this is the tax return year or something and it's it's not personable it's nothing to do with them it's just just purely information just purely hiding behind a logo it's important isn't it to be you oh joe you are so right i mean how many bookkeepers are there up and down the country so if you just put your you know the knowledge onto social media then how are you going to distinguish yourself from everybody else you're not you have to inject your person, you know, a bit of personality. Personal branding is so important. You know, this is why I wear a hat. You know, I, I, when I go out, I'm five foot three. I'm rather short. <laughs> now, with the pandemic at the moment, it doesn't matter because we're all sitting down. But I want to be memorable. And so I wear hats specifically to stand out. And it's also a great conversation started as well. So on social media, we need to... We cannot afford to hide behind our logos. Before social media came along, I suppose we could afford to. But now that social media is it's a two-way communication, people will Google and people will find you. And so what distinguishes you from somebody else is your personality. Now, I know, I know there's another fear. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm a people pleaser. I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to like me. And if you don't like me, I get an ugly cry. <laughs> Not everyone's going to like you. And I think that we have, the quicker we learn that lesson, the better. 
Um, and so we're not going to be able to, you know, have everyone as our clients. We need to go down a particular niche. And even if we go down a particular niche, not everybody is going to like us. So don't be afraid. There's the, big, the biggest fear is judgment. We're scared of what people will think when we post. We're scared of what people think when we write and reply uh, to stuff. And I think that's why uh, a lot of people uh, hide behind their logos. But like Joe said, you have to show your personality. Not everyone will like me. Just don't tell me because I'll cry in the corner. But, um, you know, as, as bookkeepers, we need to show our personality because that will set us apart from everybody else. So well, that's really that's really interesting. And um, and actually, it's something Joe and I have been talking about in our business because we have. So we have a business page. Uh, let's say our Instagram account, for example, we have a business Instagram. But Joe and I are behind the business. And we were like and we try and share everything through our business Instagram. And I think there'll be lots of bookkeepers in this position. So they maybe have a personal Instagram or other account and also a business one. And it feels like everything should come out of the business page because you're like well why have I created it if I'm not going to use it but actually to build the connection with us with us or with the owner of a, a bookkeeping practice people need to know you as a person so is it actually the case that you need to do things as yourself to build this is this is about personal brand rather than business brand yeah I mean even if you look to the you know the big entrepreneurs out there you know Richard Branson for example he was a personality and he was able to keep his virgin brand uh, separate but he was still a big part of it and so you know as we are starting out we also need to you know showcase that we are a you know a human being and we are dealing with an actual person um, as I say you know with bookkeeping and you know in a lot of industries um, what truly sets us apart is, you know, the kind of person that we are. So, you know, if you have a personal profile and a business profile, amazing. Um, you know, it just means that you need to sort of um, manage two accounts and, and work on, you know, and work on those two. Um, but if you have one account that you want to inject your business and your personality, you can definitely do that too. And, you know, there's lots of people on Instagram or LinkedIn who, who do that. In fact, I had a great conversation um, with, um, uh, we talked about Andrew and Pete, which is where we first met at their Atomic membership. And in their membership, they talked about, um, one lady asked a question about how often do you update your LinkedIn page? And I have to admit, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't update my LinkedIn page. Everything is picked through my personal profile. Now, one of the LinkedIn experts in there, uh, Louise Brogan, she actually mentioned that if you've got um, content that you know is not going to change and, you know, possibly your advice, something a bit more formal, then you put that on your LinkedIn page. But where you're injecting your personality, inviting conversations and discussions, then you would put that on your LinkedIn personal profile. So I thought that was really interesting. And I also need to uh, do things a little bit differently on my LinkedIn page and personal profile. That's a really good way to look at it. Sorry, Joe, you were going to jump in. Go on. No, I was just going to say, I think a lot of bookkeepers, we procrastinate around this. And now we're saying we've got to be ourselves visibly and publicly. And so then that will create more procrastination. And then then we then we make it such a big job just to be ourselves. How do we stop social media becoming another thing that we have to do and make it um, a bit more of an add-on event rather than another big task on our to-do list. 
No, that's a great question, Joe. Um, and, you know, it can be a full time job, can't it, social media, um, but it doesn't need to be. And so, you know, I spent years faffing around, making sure that I was a people pleaser, making sure that I was answering everybody, anybody who followed me, I'd answer and stuff. And I never get any work done. <laughs> so it can be a full time job. So now what I've done, you know, a few years later, I'm more strategic. So I decide I switch off all my notifications. All my notifications on my phone. I do most of the stuff on my smartphone. And so I switch them all off and I choose when to go in and talk to everybody and, you know, and respond and, and so on. And so, you know, with, with you being bookkeepers, I imagine you're very organized. <laughs> I'm far from organized. So if you're organized, then, you know, um, you can decide when you want to spend a lot of time and you do need to spend a bit of time, whether it's every day or whether it's you know, three times a week or whatever you choose, but you do need to make sure that you put some time aside to do social media. When I say do social media, there's a lot of things. It's creating a plan. If that, you know, if you are a planner, you know, deciding the content, you need to um, spend a bit of time in responding, you know, to notifications that maybe someone has commented on your post or maybe someone has DM'd you and sent you a private message. You need to find a bit of time to be able to do that. You also need to spend time, as I mentioned earlier, to try and maybe, um, you know, uh, respond on other people's um, posts in order to create the content for the likers and start building relationships. And I get it. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the great business owners out there and entrepreneurs, you wouldn't think it, but they are introverts. What they do is put their big girl pants on and they go out there and do what it is they need to do. And, you know, we also need to do that as well. You know, sometimes I have off days. I do have a lot of off days, actually. <laughs> Sometimes I won't go on video, but I might, you know, I might put up an Instagram story or a uh, or a, a tweet, or a fleet as they're called, um, and it's animated and so on. And then sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit braver, you know, I will put a video. So you don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself, but definitely you need to show a bit of personality for yourself. And also remember why you're in business. You're in business to make a difference. You're in business to help people like me, who you know, who doesn't know anything about numbers and are scared of numbers and scared of accountants and you know, and and you know, and all that kind of stuff. You are there to help people like me get better of knowing their figures in their business. You know, that's why you're in business. And if you can make it about the people that you're serving, it makes it less about you. And hopefully that will give you more confidence in, you know, to come out of your shell, come out of your logo and inject your personality. Remember your why. I love the idea of remembering the clients that we want to help in the content that we're putting out. So what kind of we've spoken a lot about social media posts and what you can do on video and things. What kind of things should we be looking to put out? How can we create FOMO using our social media? Do we need to have like a a hook do we need to say like there's a new service or something or how do we start with that no not necessarily it's just about you know with social media or you know if you use email or you know other means of communicating with uh, prospectors you know when going on to networking events or uh, you know um, virtual and in person when we're allowed to go out and play in the future um you know whichever method you use in order to start building connections and relationships with people um it's really about um, showcase, being helpful, you know, to, to use another one of my LinkedIn friends, uh, John Esperian, uh, uh, one of his taglines is to be relentlessly helpful. 
but find opportunities in which you can be relentlessly helpful when it comes to um, figures. So your social media post is about educating people. You know, I get overwhelmed with numbers, honestly, I really do. So um, if I'm your target market, then educate me, you know, create some really eye-catching posts that educates me with one tip, two tips, you know, um, on Twitter, you can create a thread of tweets one after the other. On Instagram, you can have nine, um, you know, photographs in one post, or you can do it as a full grid. You know, whatever it is you choose, educate first and foremost. And remember, don't get too disheartened if you don't have any followers or your numbers aren't growing or you haven't got any likes. It might be that they're liking on your stuff. So when, when, you're, when you're starting out, don't be too disheartened by the um, the vanity metrics. Keep going, keep it consistent, and uh, you know, and eventually people will start to um, will start to notice you. But the point is, is that you don't need to launch. If you've got a launch, amazing. If you've got a new service uh, that you're offering, then definitely do a FOMO launch behind it. But if you don't have a launch, or you you know you're uh, you're running your business, uh, just go back to basics and make sure that your brand is uh, there, start building relationships, start educating people and, and get those ticks onto, on, onto social media. And and that's it, May, isn't it? It's, it? it's very much more about create. So I someone said, I think it was Helen Pritchard said, you must create content before you consume it. And I love that. So go when you're about to go on social media, think right what am I going to create what am I going to go and engage in where am I going to go and put my and put something out before you sit there and do that dreaded scroll and then half an hour's gone by and you've done nothing so it's kind of a bit like uh, if you get into that habit it's a bit like right if I create something then I can go and chill out and what and just have a little bit of a scroll and kind of give yourself a prize for doing it and I like and I um I do I do like that idea now the other way I'm thinking can you use because I've I've managed to use FOMO in my business and I didn't get set out to create it. But something for me, I'm in a, uh, I look after some salon owners that are all in a membership and there's the gold club and then there's the diamond club and they all pay for this membership. And I was looking after a few of these bookkeepers and then the ones that got into diamonds, they go on day, like day retreats and day masterminds and all of this. And it became a thing that if you're in diamond, everyone was using me. And then so new people would join and they'd go, oh, yeah, oh, you're not using Joe. Oh, well, we all use Joe. And I'd accidentally created this FOMO without creating it. But I suppose what was important there is explaining just around education as well, but also educating your uh, prospective clients on how you make your current clients feel. Because that's what they were doing they were like oh I feel so much better now I've got Joe you need Joe because I feel like this now so if we can somehow and I suppose we could use surveys or ask I mean Zoe yesterday you went out and asked for some testimonials if we can do that that's in the you know the, the notoriety bit that you was talking about the end of the brand that and so how do people do that how do you get other people to talk about you because that's when you really start creating FOMO yeah, no, um, I'm nodding profusely here. So people who are listening on the podcast, you know, so much golden stuff. It was amazing. My head's about to drop off. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, Joe. Yes. And a lot of business owners can be accidental FOMO creators. Absolutely. 
as you said, in the notoriety of the five steps to FOMO, the end bit is to get famous, uh, as I call it. And you can go through traditional means by getting on TV, radio, national magazines, local magazines, and there's PR agencies that can help you to do that. But on social media, you can create your own PR agency by showcasing the testimonials that you've got, you know, the great comments that you've got. Even when people have sent me a Facebook message, um, you know, a private message and said, oh, my God, you know, your energy was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. I'll say, do you mind if I use that? And I will use that quote in order to inject it into um, my uh, marketing. Now, a lovely quote that I absolutely love is uh, by Muhammad Ali, who said, it isn't bragging if you can back it up. And when I heard that phrase, it almost gave me permission to, you know, to do, a, you know, to do a brag because we're Brits, right? We don't like bragging. We're scared of being judged. We're like, you know, we're worried about people thinking, oh, look at her, who she thinks she is. So, you know, and if people are judging you, they're probably not your customer anyway. So, you know, we, if we don't um, cheer from the sidelines with pom-poms for ourselves and showcase to others what we're doing, then nobody else will. So by all means, if you've got a testimonial, you know, show that uh, online. If you haven't got a testimonial, ask for one. Keep asking, keep, keep um, pestering. Not really pestering, it's probably because they're really busy, but keep asking for it. Don't give up because you need to share that you are amazing in your space and you, um, you know, you can help other people. So, yeah, if there are different levels of membership, you can definitely accidentally create FOMO from the people in your free membership to the people who are paid. And you can see the, you know, you can definitely create FOMO there. Um, or if you don't have a membership, you can definitely create FOMO because, you know, as you're educating, as you're building relationships and showcasing what you're doing behind the scenes for clients as well. Um, you know, that's something that else you can do as well as the uh, the end goal, which is the testimonial as well. I love the idea, like the behind the scenes stuff can be really helpful because if you can go in and say, look, this is my client, this is what I'm doing with them right now. I've had this great day, I'm doing this. And other people are thinking, ah, I wish someone would come and sort my stuff out like that. That Just showing what you can do because it gives you the opportunity to say, hey, I know what I'm doing. I have some clients. So I am actually really a real person and I can do this for you. <laughs> and relate to that client because they can be like, well, I've been in that position, so I get it. So that is of someone like me, therefore I can see this person can help me. So it brings so much, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, what I talk about is uh, FOMO is really uh, bridging the gap between social media and PR. And uh, I, I think you're, you two ladies are probably a bit too young to remember the, um, the show, um, The Truman Show. It was a film uh, by Jim Carrey in the uh, early 90s. And um, Jim Carrey's character was filmed everywhere that he went. Now, for us, Unlike Jim Carrey's character, he didn't know he was being filmed. But for us, we have the control. We can decide what to show behind the scenes. But we definitely do need to show behind the scenes. So um, what a lot of businesses do is they show after the fact. So, um, you know, just got this great client or just got this great testimonial or, you know, that kind of stuff. But what about the bits in between? What about the story that leads up to the thing? OK, you know, a, a reason the reason why we are obsessed with uh, people watching TV and commenting on that or reality TV shows is because we want to hear the story. We want the backstory. So, you know, how, you know, do tell your personal stories on social media 
so that people can get to know who you are as a person. Now, um, I mentioned before that I'm an ambivert, uh, and sometimes I have my low moments. You know, in November, I was really struggling, um, you know, with the pandemic. I am an ambivert. My introvert pot, well and truly filled. My extrovert pot, not so much. And so I actually disappeared from social media because I, I was really struggling with my mental health. I wrote about it afterwards um, because I wanted to let people know that, you know, although I'm not happy a lot of the time, there are moments where I'm a bit sad and feeling sorry for myself. But people really resonated with that post and said, thank you so much for sharing, me too. Or thank you so much for sharing. I didn't know you were going through that thing. And people offered help as well. So, but I have the control and you have the control. You can decide how much of your family life you want to inject into your uh, social media. Um, some people like to be open with their family and show, you know, days out and all the rest of it. Some people want, don't want to show their children at all. That's absolutely fine. Um, I, uh, I'm a pet parent, so sometimes I show uh, my partner's cat. Um, but we can decide what to put out onto social media because we're all bloody nosy as human beings, aren't we, really? That's why we're doing so much lurkage. So, you know, um, and we as a business, we have we have a life outside of our business as well so inject that personality into your post you can decide what to put out there but give people a reason to get to know you as a person get to know you as a bookkeeper and then you know and you and showcasing you building relationships and so on and then eventually they may contact you oh i love that um okay so we've got some really good ideas for how people can get themselves out there get known talk about just the day-to-day -day stuff what they're doing um i really love the idea of like launching a new service so if you're there we've got lots of new bookkeepers in our group we've got lots of bookkeepers who are doing extra qualifications some of them are holding back from they're like oh i can't get my practice license yet because i just need to do this exam or something or there are people who want to add an extra service to what they're doing. So let's say they're doing a payroll exam or something like that. And they're like, right, I'm going to I'm going to have this new service from the summer or my new business. OK, I'd love the idea that they could launch this. So what, if you were in that position or working with somebody who had a brand new business or a new service, how would you suggest they take the next steps in getting themselves out there? Well, when you're actually going through the qualification, write and talk about it, because what you're doing is telling the world that you are investing yourself to provide a better quality service or an additional service to your potential clients. So write about the, you know, the, the, the content. Tag the um the person that you're buying the you know the the, the course from because they'll love it. And if you're you know if you're uh, attending a course from um you know a particular institution, I apologise, I don't know much about bookkeeping and payroll and the rest of it. But if you tag them, they're gonna love it because you've tagged them and given them publicity, right? So if they tag it and you get into a conversation underneath your post with that person, then potentially. Other people from uh, who are, uh, you know, maybe looking at that institution may like on your stuff and then they may uh, get to know who you are as well. So don't be afraid to show behind the scenes. As I say, I think uh, the biggest hurdle for us is that we are scared about being judged. We, we also think that people won't be interested in that. It's just an exam. But we are. We are interested. 
And, you know, we want the best person to be our bookkeeper. So if we know that this bookkeeper is adding an additional service and this is what they've learned and, you know, the, um, you know, the service is available from June, you can even create a wait list. If you want to, you know, learn more, then, you know, join my email list and, you know, the first five people will get, you know, some, you know, a, a, a few moments of my time or, or something like that, you know, so you, you can create buzz and excitement. And then, you know, if you create a wait list and, you know, let people know, oh my goodness, it's so exciting. You know, I haven't even finished the exam yet and 25 people have signed up to my wait list. How exciting. Do you want to join? You know, and if you get excited, you get buzzed, and people who are lurking on your stuff will get excited and buzzed as well. So you can definitely create that, um, you know, create that buzz and excitement. Don't be afraid to show who you are online. I think that's the biggest thing that uh, we have to tackle. And don't get me wrong, I haven't got it down pat. I sometimes get scared. I got imposter syndrome last year about uh, running a FOMO chat show. I haven't done it yet, but I will do eventually when I get over myself. <laughs> that's it, it's so true and I, what I'm thinking there is when you were saying so share about the fact that you're doing a payroll exam and I know what the bookkeepers in our group would be thinking but once I've passed the exam I will be new so I won't actually know what to do and and this is what happens so we stop ourselves at every level but what we try and say is that actually you oh, like you know so much more than the people you just need to know more than that person that you're helping you need to be two or three steps ahead of the person you're helping and then you're so valuable to them. And I love the idea of showcasing and sh talking through your journey. I said my son is um, our apprentice and I've got him up using his LinkedIn page. And every time he passes an exam, a software exam or anything, whereas in the business, we're like, oh, but we'll have to pass these certifications and everything. Well, that's fine. It's for us. It feels like something that everyone does but for our prospective clients they've never looked at that and all the time that you're doing it you're adding kudos to this fact that you are becoming that expert in the field they don't want to spend that time doing that so share 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 all the time every time you do a little something um it's just so important and it doesn't matter if you're brand new at it and do you know what? because we even think oh my goodness what if i do get a client out of this that's scary <laughs> Which, like, we talk ourselves out of everything, don't we? We're so bad, but practice makes perfect. That's the only way that we're going to go and get over this. Over this, I was just saying to Zoe actually before we come on that I quickly jumped on live yesterday into our Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, and did a, a live at the end of the day because I had reviewed five of my clients' prices and they'd all said yes, and I'd upped my monthly fees um, in one day, and my sister said to me you should really share that with the bookkeepers they'll enjoy it so I did I jumped on and you can see I'm rubbing my eyes it's the end of the day you know when your mascara's down here and you know and I was thinking I need to go and cook dinner and I'm tired and I did it and then someone in the group went oh my god that's amazing can I share it in my my other community and it's been shared and shared and I was like I wasn't even prepared and I said to Zoe I can't believe it. I didn't even do my makeup I didn't check what was in the background she went it was far it looked good it looked like you tried it you I thought it looked it. like you'd like done your makeup Joe I thought you looked like you'd like dressed up a bit to do the video you should always <laughs> so we overthink things ourselves we are our own worst enemy and actually done is better than perfect isn't it yes 
Yes. Um, so one, uh, I'm a 90s girl, so a, a band that I absolutely loved is Mochiba, and one of their uh, singles in the 90s was Rome Wasn't Built in a Day. Uh, and so we need to get our, as Malcolm Gladwell said, we need to get our 10,000 steps in or 10,000 hours in. We need to practice. But let's not practice behind closed doors. Let's put it out there, you know. Um, I mean, I was saying to Zoe and Joe, you know, my lighting for some reason is not great, but over myself because hopefully you're interested in my words not what my lighting uh, is and uh, if you're judging me about my lighting you're probably not my ideal client right so um yeah don't be afraid to show what you've learned um online um people generally most human beings are really nice and if you are thinking of going on video for example and if you fall over what your words it's absolutely fine i mean i err and are like the rest of them does it matter you know no I tweet and I Instagram and there's loads of typos in there. Does it matter? No, because the bulk of it is okay. And we're allowed to make mistakes. Hashtag making mistakes. It's okay. I think that we are in a society where we um, are, are obsessed with perfection. And done is better than perfect. Don't fear, um, you know, your family, your friends or your colleagues who, you know, who have a job. And if they're judging you, they're not your ideal client. Done is definitely better than perfect. And also the other um, uh, the other phrase that I uh, love uh, is from uh, a lady from I shared International Women's Day with her, shared a virtual stage, Can, uh, Candice Denise right, on Instagram. And she said, do not compare your chapter five with someone else's chapter 25. OK, so all you bookkeepers out there, if you're thinking about how amazing Joe is and how amazing Zoe is. Yes, they are amazing. But they, they start in your position. From, you know, one day they did. And so you can do exactly the same. So don't compare yourself to them. Um, you know, you start on your own journey. And yes, passing that payroll exam is something to be celebrated and share that journey along with us. Share that journey with your lurkers because the ones who are really engaged and resonate with your message, they will come and find you. Oh, making that was amazing. I feel like I really hope that everyone who's watching this is really pumped up now and excited to go out and feels confident to go and share something about what's going on in their journey. I think you've really motivated. I'm, I mean, I'm going out and doing some Instagram this afternoon. I think you've given some really amazing tips to everybody. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us this afternoon. And You're very welcome. You tell everyone about how they can connect with you and how they can find out more about what you do so talk about not uh, done is better than perfect i don't even have a website ah, what <laughs> joe doesn't uh, even feel good really that's amazing so you can connect with me on linkedin making sang or you can connect with me on instagram uh, or twitter as making tea making is my first name making tea get it <laughs> brilliant thank you we'll make sure we share the link for everybody so they can make sure they can connect with you um and i yeah i think that's everything for this afternoon so just to remind everyone who's watching come and subscribe on our youtube channel we're streaming live onto youtube every time we're recording a podcast at the moment so if you want to come and get involved and leave us a comment or ask us a question as we're recording that's really cool um you can also connect with us in the six figure bookkeepers club and we'll be back tomorrow we have another podcast tomorrow on wednesday we don't usually do two a week but this week we have two so come back um on wednesday the 21st for our next episode thank you so much making have a brilliant afternoon Thanks. You're very welcome. Bye. Bye.
Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.